Hi, Price. A neuroscience journey of self-discovery that challenges everything you know about drugs in society by Dr. Carl Hart. Hi, my name is Angelica Fernandez. I'm currently a senior at Dominican University. I am currently majoring in psychology and minoring in social justice and civic engagement. I will be hosting this podcast. This course is Criminology 26501, Crime and Social Justice, taught by Dr. Michelle Venata. For this assignment, there is a list of questions that I will be answering relating to the book entitled High Price. Question number one. What surprised you most about the book? When reading this novel, I found myself very emotional. Dr. Carl Hart, his words reminded me of my own minority situation. I am the middle child of three. I have an older brother and a younger sister. And my parents were teenage parents. My father immigrated into this country when he was just under 18. My grandmother saw him getting involved with cartel and drug trafficking and she was scared. So she sent her young boy alone to the States to live with his uncles and his aunts. This abandonment Reminded me of a lot of Dr. Carl Hart's situation. His father and his mother were relatively absent from his life. It broke my heart when he said that it was more so because of their choices rather than their, their dependency on drugs and alcohol. It's hard to listen to his words sometimes because my own conception of drugs is very similar to what people massively think. My brother is a heavy marijuana smoker and my father has an alcohol dependency. And as a result, I learned to hate drugs and alcohol. I thought, like so many people thought, that alcohol and drug usage reasoned why people did not want to be involved in your life. It made it more of a fact. Dr. Hart made me question and evaluate if my relationship with my family who has such a dependency on drugs and alcohol, the lack of relationship, I should say, is it a result of their drug usage, or is it a result of their own choices and decisions leading them not to care?
What is Hart's main idea and themes? Most of the book involves him telling his life stories and his decisions. One of the first things he contemplates is how he became the person he is, a successful neuroscientist able to study drugs after he came from the circumstances that he did. He compares it to many of his friends going through very similar situations and leading a life right into a stereotype. He goes on to explain how he found out that he had another child, a child from a previous sexual encounter. He struggles with this idea that he has his own son from his current marriage who has been given the life and privileges that he never had the chance to have. And meanwhile, he has another offspring who led a life that most would consider just another stereotype. His main themes explain how he got to his current studies of giving people drugs for compensation in order to study the effects on drugs. He challenges the mass conception that drugs are bad and made and used by bad people. His childhood stories explain how his lack of a relationship with his father and mother led him down the path that he was on. He says his parents did not take ownership as being parents and therefore he was raised by his grandmother and his grandmother was the one that taught him that education is the way to be successful. However, like most young boys, most young folk in general, he went through a period of time where he challenged this. He had relations with people that went entirely against it. He was selling drugs and stealing and even threatening innocent bystanders in groups. But telling these stories, he explains how he really truly didn't understand why he did it at the time per se. Actually, he knew why. It was more for his credibility in the community rather than actually wanting to do those actions. He explains how his grandmother's teachings that education was so important led him to believe that he really had to strive hard to have the chance to go to college because he knew good and well that his mother wasn't going to give him that fund, much like my own. Anyways, he explained how he reached out in other opportunities, including sports, 
and hoped that that would lead him into a free ticket to college. His main ideas mostly explained how smaller life choices led him to the success that he was and now is. He could have done, he could have had such a very different life. The subtitle of the book is A Neuroscientist's Journey of Self-Discovery That Challenges Everything You Know About Drugs in Society. Did the book challenge what you previously believed about drugs or society? In what way? Do you believe heart? Where did your former beliefs come from? If you didn't believe Hart, why was he unable to convince you? Like I previously mentioned, this book made me very emotional. From a young girl, I saw my dad's dependency on alcohol as a path I didn't want to go down. Mind you, being older and wiser and more in tuned to his psychological aspect of why he is dependent on alcohol. I understand that his abandonment from a childhood, his lack of of a relationship with a father because his father died when he was a young boy, that led my dad to have the life that he had. However, as a young girl, I saw this man as the man that was supposed to be the center of the household. And I told myself, and I remember promising my brother, we had promised each other, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna use alcohol or drugs. I don't want my kids to know that. So, Now that my brother has been using marijuana for so long, I remember fairly recently we got into an argument. I explained to him why I felt this path was something that we tried to avoid. And I guess I can't really talk for my brother, but... I thought he really didn't need to use it. We were fairly privileged growing up in comparison to most of our family. My father was able to get a union job that pretty much left our family financially stable for the most part. My dad's seasonal, so winters were hard, but Much of our family didn't even have citizenship in this country. So my father was able to do so much more. In terms of this book, I do think that it challenges everything you know about drugs in society. I always saw drugs as a negative. Even now working security If I see someone with track marks, I know what they're going to do is not without ill intent.
I do believe Hart, he's a brilliant writer and telling his own experiences about him selling drugs in order to sustain a lifestyle where he was respected by his community and how his decision to go to college really led him on the route that he was on today. Drugs don't mean a person is bad. Hart believes that a lot of people use drugs for a variety of reasons. And it is common for people to create addicting habits with drugs and alcohol. So evidently, they can't stop. That is why it is a multi-billion dollar source. Because it can't say it's an industry. A majority of people here in the States are either... exposed to drugs and alcohol or have it easily available and usually it can be as early as their teens and I think that is why a story like Heart Hearts is fairly uncommon because Most people go down the stereotypic route, have children, repeat generational habits, and amount to nothing extraordinary. My former beliefs come from seeing my dad and my brother because I see them when they're high or drunk. And it's hard for me to understand why. In that moment, when I'm picking him up from an unsafe situation or taking care of them, it is hard for me to go back and think that the reason why they're doing what they're doing is because they need help. Instead, I just get angry. And I associate drugs and alcohol to something negative. This book enlightened me. Dr. Hart's words enlightened me to the fact that there are so many reasons drugs and alcohol become a source of happiness. Hart uses a lot of autobiographical information in the book. Why do you think he does this? Is it helpful to your learning? Why or why not? I think it is easier to read to a reader to relate to something so personal. I'm a proud Mexican-American, and in my household, I watch my father go from an average gang member dealing and doing drugs to being a dedicated union masonry worker. 
And when he decided to become a father, the maturity came soon after. The maturity was a result of him having children so young, but I also put a lot of that thanks towards my mother. She centered him, and therefore, I get the opportunity to have the future I do. However, like Hart, I think there is other factors that lead to an unhealthy life. Meaning, I see my dad go to work, but he drinks his liver away all throughout the weekend because of the stressed and childhood neglect. He would rather drink than deal with his problems. My dad relates drinking to happiness. And like Hart's parents and people, he tells that he tells that he tells them that they are addicted. I've told my dad this. What kinds of methods and evidence does Hart use in this book? Does he do a good job backing up his claims? Dr. Hart uses a certain story certain stories to explain larger ideas. He explains his pressures to go into college for was lacking. He didn't really have much support. He even had people telling him not to. Yet, he still chose to want to go, and that led him to the source of Swartz. He saw people being successful getting into college as a result of their dedication to Swartz. He knew his father and mother were not going to support his decision, and he would have to do it on his own. Stories like this led to larger ideas that there is an epidemic, that school is not something families can financially afford. And so many students finish their academic careers so young and so early. It is a larger idea that I think most people do not realize goes untold. That a mother would pressure their child not to go to school because it might become a financial burden amongst the family. When my brother went away for college for his freshman year, and my dad got laid off in the winter, I remember how hard it was. We had to prepare for the winters. We bought canned foods early and stocked them in our basement. My mother would be saddened when my little sister didn't fully understand that we didn't have the money to buy her the things she wanted. So when summer came around, money was tight because we were preparing for the winter to come. I think that's a lot like Hart. His childhood was hard because he knew college would be even harder. However, like Hart, 
success has found us. I got into college. And although I am financially struggling, I'm still a senior. I'm about to be finished. And I think it's hard for someone to see that this can be possible at such a young age when your focus is your street credibility rather than the long haul of having to go to college. His stories only harden the fact that he had grit. And even now, as a neuroscientist, he wants to study something that goes into people's minds so easily. Drugs are bad. No. There are so many reasons why people use drugs. His experiments were another way he used to explain his ideas. Comparing humans to rats, it just shows that situational situations really make what a person chooses in life. And if you are left without hope, you will take the easy way out. But if you are in ideal circumstances, that is different. You have choices now. However, he explains addiction is not the message. Addiction is more complicated than what we stereotypically think. It is a dependency. Not an overusage. I don't know if my dad is addicted to alcohol. I've seen people be addicted. I've seen people worse. My mother likes to say that he goes to work every day, so he must be not addicted to alcohol. I don't know. It's harder to explain than you think. Hart spends some time discussing Rat Park. What is this, and what is the significance for understanding human drug use? This is an experiment comparing rats to people. The experiment is telling of two situations. Rats in an ideal circumstances, self-administering a drug, the drug being morphine, will not use as much drugs as those rats who are in lesser ideal situations. In the study, it was solitary. People are the same way, socially with drugs. You are highly more likely to use drugs when your circumstances are not ideal. And that is an easiest source of happiness. One of Hart's main claims is that it is not true that anyone can make it in the U.S. if they work hard enough. He's clear to say that intelligence and hard work alone are not enough to help someone overcome poverty and racism and achieve economic success. What else does he describe happening in life besides intelligence and hard work that allowed him to become a famous, successful professor at an Ivy League school? 
We have to give it all to Big Mama. Some of Hart's siblings were not given this opportunity, but him and his sister were. Big Mama told him that education was a key to a successful life. And with that, he saw a way out. His dedication, dedication and determination to get into college was the most prominent thing. And he explained his education was a personal choice and one that was primarily not supported by his family and community. However, with his grit, he became the success that he did. And through the mentorship from Big Mama, Big Mama did help him. Big Mama made him the man he was today. Hart does not believe that drugs are the cause of poverty in the U.S. What does he believe instead? How well does he support his claim? He believes lesser circumstances financially, emotionally, and physically are a result of drug usage. He explains this in the rat experiment. What are the some of the most controversial parts of the book? What are the weaknesses of the book? And would you recommend this book to someone? Why or why not? The most controversial part of this book, honestly, came when he told about his Ill- illegitimate child with a female he had a previously previous sexual encounter with. The reason why I felt like this was so controversial was because... I feel like this is something a lot of people say a lot about, but not intelligently. People are so quick to gossip and rumor about illegitimate child, children, excuse me. And Dr. Hart is seen as a successful man and for him to have an illegitimate child and take ownership of it I'm sure it wasn't an easy thing to say. He explains how his careless choices at such a young age did not surprise him that he had a child. However, he was frustrated because he was currently living with a wife and had a child with her. And they were living the suburban existence. And his current child was getting the privileges that his illegitimate one did not. He tried to avoid the situations that his illegitimate child ended up leading a path on. And to me, there felt like a lack of emotion. However, I understand his reputation probably led him to write emotionless because he didn't want to seem lesser of a man. I think and I hope him outing such a controversial secret will make him have a better future with that child. I can only hope. Comment on other things about the book that you'd like to mention. I want to end this podcast by saying... 
this was an excellent book and I really enjoyed the challenge. It's interesting to think about how drugs and alcohol plague our society. We are quick to judge people. But there's so much of the story that is still untold. Thank you for listening.